All right, praise God. Jump into verse 12. Let's see if we can finish it. Uh, there's really never a finishing to any series. We just uh, we just put a cap to it and continue with that. I don't think there's really a finishing there. John 8 verse 12. Let's see it again. So I think understanding the new birth is always the basics for uh, for our studies in the teachings of God's leading. If you understand the new birth, what God has done in Christ Jesus for us, and it's it's always much of the basics for us. So when he says in that John 8 verse 12, and he says that, uh, uh, I'm sure everybody should be able to quote it right now, even without looking at this. And Jesus spoke unto them saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me, you know what, shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So he says, he that followeth me would not walk in darkness, but shall have what? The light of life. So that shows that if you understand the new birth, you understand the fact that you have received the indwelling of the Spirit. So see, let me tell you, look at me, everybody. The fact that you have believed the gospel, everybody look at me. The fact that you have believed the gospel is the first and foremost important thing for the Christian. Because that puts you on a pedestal that, number one, you can't be confused. Number two, you have absolute light. Number three, you can't have darkness. Number four, you don't have confusions in your parts. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the new bet is fundamental in understanding what God has done in Christ Jesus for you. So if you understand the new birth, you'll be able to approach several understandings or several things in the scriptures properly. So, we've been studying the gifts and how we look at the utterance gifts in the the last series we did on the utterance gifts in the revelation, utterance gifts in the leading of the Spirit. Now, we're looking at the revelation gifts. And we said that in the revelation gifts, is the gifts of the Spirit that reveals and unveils facts. And we said, when they're in operation, in and through the believer, fact of people, fact of places, facts of events and things are revealed and unveiled. So, but let's look at that second, that First Corinthians 12 again. Let's go there. First Corinthians 12. Let's look at that First Corinthians 12 again. He says, let's start from verse 4, that there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit, and there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. He now says there are diversities of operations. So now we mean that. When it says diversities of operation, we already said uh, diversities means differences. And, and so when it says operations, it means the way I will operate, right? My operations in, in, in the power gifts, let's say, power gifts is the gifts that do something. That's the gifts of healings, workings of miracles, and the gifts of faith. So, when it says power gifts, the operations of the power gifts is the, and power gifts do something. If you don't know, if you want to understand this in layman form, utterance gift you speak, revelation you see. Power, do. Are you saying power? We just want to get result done. 
So the operations are different. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, the operations are different. So that would mean that if you are flowing with the Holy Ghost or flowing with the gifts of the Spirit, the operations of it are different. Because it says the manifestations of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. So and it says to another, when it says to another, it doesn't mean that it's given to each other person. One, 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 one. No. So, and we're looking at the revelation gifts. That word revelation is from the word Greek word apocalypsis, and it means to reveal, to uncover, to expose. So when we have been, and you know, we've been looking at visions, discerning of spirits in the last couple of uh, sessions now. We've in the previous sessions we looked at word of knowledge, right? Yes, a word of uh, wisdom, right? And we said discerning of spirit. Those are the gifts in the revelation gifts. Thank you. Thank you, sir. So those are the gifts in the revelation gift. So that would mean that facts about people and uncoverings are in the believer. Facts about people, facts about information, details about places, details about people are with the believer. Are you getting what I'm saying? So these are the operations of the these are the operations of the gifts of the spirit. These are, these are the operations of the gifts of the spirit. So, so we said that revelations, when it comes to revelation, go to that go to First Corinthians 14. When it comes to revelation, go to First Corinthians 14, verse 23 to 25. It says, if therefore the whole church be come together into one place and all speak with us, there come in those that are unlearned and unbelievers, will they not say you are mad? But if you are professor, there come in one that believeth not and is unlearned and is convinced of all, is joined of all. It says in verse 25, thus the secret of his heart is made manifest. You know? And so to the falling down of his face, he will report of a God. He will report. It will report that God is in you of the truth. So that means revelations will cover things. It disclose things. So you're like, eh, how do you know this detail? Something that I've not shared with you before. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's revelation. That's revelation. And I'm trusting God that will, will, will as it were, function more in the revelation gifts. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is, it's so primary to our ministry. Because we are all involved in the ministry of the preaching and teaching of Jesus. So we need a lot of outstanding signs that can capture the heart of people. Imagine you meet a guy and you just say, your name is Paul. Paul what? You tell him, say, how do you know? Did you know me from somewhere? You say, your mother is this, your daddy is this. Ah, and he's still trying to argue with you. you say, and he says, I'm an atheist. You say, are you not an atheist? He will believe. So some can argue and still stay, but you keep going, you will believe. So if so those are revelations. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we must be astute with the gifts of the spirit. And we'll be looking at the summit of spirit, and we said the summit of spirit, it distinguishes spirit. And I explained to you that I said the summit of spirit doesn't mean suspicion. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean gifts of suspicion. That I, I just suspect, oh, 
some people say some people say the servant of spirit that that just be discerning. I've not heard those things. I, do, I, I think I've forgotten how they used to use it. So just be discerning. If you have, uh, the if you have um, maybe a friend that is very bad, or something, be discerning about the friend. No, no, I'm not saying you should not be discerning in that context too. But I used to that if it is related to the gifts of the spirit, just some people say, I have the gift of discernment. Ask them, what is the gift of discernment that they have? The thing I just I just know how to I don't know how to discern things. What are the things you are discerning? He said discernment of spirit, not discernment of things. <laughs> it's discernment of spirit, not things. I you know what I'm saying, guys. Okay. So when it says discernment of spirit, that word discernment is from the Greek word diacrisis. And it means to distinguish or to what? To recognize. To distinguish, to recognize. And that word diacrisis means to correctly judge or make right judgment in matters. To correctly judge and to make right judgment in matters. And I say the servant of spirit will mean to distinguish and recognize spirit. And when we are talking about the servant of spirit, it's, it says we are, we are aware and we are conscious of spiritual entities. God, man, angels, demons. Some people will be taking you class on demonology. Then you won't. <laughs> We've not even finished learning <laughs> activities of angels. Some people will they are doing demonology. Anyway. So it's the ability to, have, to be aware and to distinguish spirit and personalities. We'll be able to distinguish spirit's personalities. The abilities to see in the own, to see with with to see with uh, to see the unseen in the physical eyes and that's visions revelations and we've looked at visions right so we've been on visions for quite a while and let's look at dreams let's see dreams right let's look at dreams visions revelation we see visions chances right let's look at dreams if we look at dreams, we should be we should be settled with our revelation gift uh, in the leading of you. And I told you that subjective way to follow God's leading is inward witness. And um, God is very clear. It means there is no light. It means there is no darkness at all. There is light. Are you learning something? So now let's look at dreams. The word dreams, or in the phrase dream dreams. You know, it says, they shall dream dreams. <laughs> it's translated from the word en opinion. N-U, E-N-U, sorry, E-N-U, P-N-I-O-N, E-N-U, P-N-I-O-N. And it implies the act of dreaming. The act of dreaming. The word dream in itself is translated from the Greek word Upnos, H-U-P-N-O-S, 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 H-U-P-N-O-S. Now, let's see what it was used. It was used, let's look at how Upnos, 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 
the word hypnos was used um, in the following text. We want to do a speed read, speed opening. Matthew one twenty four. Who is there? And there. Who is there? They were up again. And Joseph raised up. Jesus being raised from the sleep, as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took him into his world. If if you are smart, what's the hypnosis? Sleep. 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 That's smart. Luke nine thirty two. Who is there? Joy. Luke nine thirty two. Says and Peter that and Peter and they that were with him were heavy with what? So because that's hypnosis. John eleven thirteen. I'm there. How did Jesus uh uh can lie? <laughs> John 11, 13. How did Jesus speak of his death? But they that thought that he had spoken were taking rest in his sleep. You see who took us? R20, 20, R29, our brother. Some of you are heading to us. Some of you are heading to us, brother and sister, in this meeting. Some of you are asleep. So there sat a there sat a in a window a certain young man named Uticos being fallen into a deep sleep as Paul was what so just like a long preaching now he fell down top love and taking it's only the one who will really understand what I say Utobelo it means he those that died yes. <laughs> we fell down from the third Lord. I was taken off of the day. So the phrase sunk down with sleep, that was sunk down with sleep implies he was unconscious. He was unconscious. That's the word sunk down with sleep there. He was unconscious. Romans 13 11. Who is there? I'm there, sir. good. One person. I'm there, sir. Two. I'm there. Show me. Oh. <laughs> Romans the same as eleven. And and that knowing <laughs> the time that now is the high time to awake out of your words. I believe this is a natural for all of us. And that knowing that this is what Let's read it together. <laughs> I believe this is an utterance of God for all of you in this meeting. This is, this four, this is four years. <laughs> oh, almost like, I believe that this is God speaking to us in this meeting. All right, one, two, ready, go. Let's read it together. Why you will not read it? Why you will read it like God is angry with you? God is. One, two, ready, go. It's okay, that one is okay. It's okay. Don't read the next one. That's God's entrance for all of you. So if you like, we'll be God. <laughs> or if you don't like. <laughs> this is the awake out of your sleep. So to awake out of your sleep means to awake out of unconsciousness. 
awake out of your unconsciousness. So the usage of the word hypnosis implies having appearances when a man now why am i see why are we studying this in context look at that follow my progression though. we already said in that Acts 20 verse 9 that song that is sleeping implies it was what unconscious. unconscious right and we said in this Roman 13 awake out of z implies what unconscious awake out of unconsciousness so evidently the usage of the word hypnosis implies that having appearances when a man is falling asleep or in an unconscious state will also tend towards being a trance. It will tend towards being a trance because he is unconscious. Thus, in a dream, a man can see, speak and hear. Now, if these appearances in, if these appearances in dreams happen when a man is asleep or unconscious. It therefore implies that the physical sense are inactive during dreams. I'll say it again. If these appearances in dreams happen when a man is asleep or unconscious, it therefore implies that the physical senses are inactive during dreams. So what is involved in dreams is the mind and the spirit of a man. When you are dreaming, you are not... <laughs> Many a times when you are dreaming, you are not unconscious. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You are gone. You are, you are unconscious, sorry. You are unconscious. You are, there's a time that I dream, that I slept one time. And I was like... I woke... I remember I slept before you woke up Wow, that is a dream. I thought I already left this world. This is time I've, I've slept in I've slept like I've, I've slept in such a way that I've forgotten that I'm alive. So what type of realm of sleep is you have not been tired before? I slept, I dreamt, I was just in it's like it's like the world will not end inside my dream. Then you wake up like ah wow. So back to reality. So I still owe some views. <laughs> so remember what I, I studied now. I said hypnosis implies having appearances when a man is found in sleep and in an unconscious state. That that would tend towards being a trance because a trance is when somebody is kind of unconscious and is is just saying things and. Um, so what is involved in dreams, like I said, is the mind and the spirit of a man. The mind of a man is certainly a spiritual entity. You hear what I'm saying very well? The mind of a man eh, is a spiritual entity that expresses itself in the natural. This means that dreams are spiritual. <laughs> dreams are spiritual. When I say spiritual, it doesn't mean that. Uh, I'm, I'm sure when I say spiritual, now some of you in your mind, wow, spiritual. Spiritual doesn't always mean necessarily mean by the spirit of God. It implies it is immaterial and material. That is, it is it is not natural or immaterial. Is at least that which is not natural or immaterial. Are you guys what I'm saying? That is that which is not natural or 
in my children. Let me explain what I'm saying in here so that you to be clear. When a man is found in sleep or in an unconscious state, it can also fence to be a trance also. You know we explain trance, and we said trance is from that word ecstasis, right? And what, what did I say it means? Some of you remember. Hmm? What is what I say trance is? Eh? An, an amazement. Eh? But I explained it, I explained it differently in this way. What did I say it is? You can't remember. Okay. Okay. It's strange sight, amazement. It's strange sight, amazement, yes. Did I explain it differently in this series? You said ecstasy. And the middle of strange sight. Uh, I, I did not expand further in this series. Okay, later. We will expand further in another series. Maybe not this one. Okay. So, in dreams, so I said, so in dreams, right, a man can, so it's in a dream. Obviously, you are having an interaction. You can see, right? You are hearing something. You are talking, you are fighting, you are eating. Then I say, So, it implies that the physical senses are inactive during dreams. Hope you know your senses are not working inside your dream. It's not as if you are smelling in the natural in your dream. Or like those people that would do they're like people that why does why, why is that when you are young you pee inside your dream and you pee in real life. <laughs> but um, but do you notice that these days you have peed in your dream and you not pee in the real life? So I say ah whoa they are people. <laughs> you know, there's something they used to say. There's some people that used to say the spirit of bedwet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just reduce the water you are drinking every night. Just try it. Don't drink water throughout the day. Pee very well before you go to bed. See if the spirit of bedwet will not die. <laughs> You will feel you will drink one gallon of water only the name of uh, weight loss, fit power. I say you love the drink. I say you know, then you wake up in the middle and you'll be struggling to stand up and go, oh, why not? There's no spirit like that. Those are seducing spirits. Now I'm going to teach you something about seducing spirits. I just want you to deceive you. This is means deceivers. Don't deceive me. You know, people are told say this is me to a woman. That's not what it means. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is a DC spirit. Because it's a DC. It's even said this in my dream. This is a DC spirit. Ah uh-uh. ah. You just watch too many love movies. See, I have spirit husband, spirit wife. You watch romance comedy before you sleep. And you know what are you expecting? So in fact, you even watch it and you slept up while watching it. What were you expecting to see inside the gym? Is it not the same guy? So of you that Limi, who is your 
Liu is your crush. Oh, we have seen him in the dream kissing you. Just the way he was kissing that dream, the boy is bumping. Then you wake up. Ah, you say, ah! <laughs> so the physical senses are inactive during dreams. So what is involved in dreams is the mind. Remember what I said, mind, your mind and the spirit of a man. And the mind of a man certainly is a spiritual entity. Your mind is spiritual. And that express and is a spiritual entity that expresses itself in the natural. And this means dreams are spiritual. Remember what I said mind is? A spiritual entity that what? Expresses itself what? In the natural. I think, I'm, I, I, think I have to teach you something around your conscience. Mind, conscience, that thing that pricks you. That is it. Your, your conscience is just doing you somehow. You know that thing, see? My conscience. Oh, I should just call it conscious issues. Have I taught it before? Conscious issues. I've not taught you conscious issues. Let's say, um, my conscience is bearing me witness. Leading of the spirit. Series 2? I just talked about it. Mm, I'm going. I, I think that's. I, I have to do this series immediately to explain what your conscience is all about. Your mind. Yes, Yeah, I thought. I think I explained your mind, right? The will, all of those things. I think. Don't worry. I'll do another series on on conscience. So I will just that will say my conscience is just my conscience is my conscience. My conscience is not feeling good. Me and you will let's 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 let me address your conscience for you. So your conscience will we keep feeling all good. We will not be feeling good more. <laughs> There's nothing we guys explain from God's word. We really have the truth and clarity in God's word. So, like I said, um, so let's see several examples of men who had dreams. Let's go to Abraham, Genesis 15, verse 12. Who is there? And there. Alright, one person. Let's just see the store. Okay. Let's just see this. Twelve. Is this and when the sun was going down? A deep <laughs> sleep fell fell upon Abraham. When he says deep sleep in the old many of times miss vision. Because uh when when he says deep sleep in the old in this old is a vision many a times. But we'll, we'll get there. Maybe not in this series. A deep sleep fell upon Abraham, and lower an aura of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abraham, Know of a shorter that thy seed shall be a stranger in the land, and not just as a shout them, and they shall flee four hundred years. And um, he says, 
And the nation soon that shall serve will lie just after all they shall come out of the desert, and that shall go to their father with peace and bearing in old age. But in the fourth generation that shall come to town and inquire of the Amorites and is not yet full, and it shall come to pass that when the sun went down, it was dark, behold, the smoking furnace and the burning lamp that passed between those pieces. And um, in the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying unto thy seed, I will give you this land from the, from the river of Egypt unto the great river Euphrates. So it is clear from the scriptures that in Abraham's case, what he saw about his seeds, they are sojourned for about 400 years, how they will be afflicted, and how they will come out. Are you seeing it? He saw things. Now look at him. Look at Genesis 20, Abimelech. Let's look at Abimelech. Genesis 20. Verse 3, Abimelech, Genesis 20, verse 3. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by what? See that dreams can be spiritual too. God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said unto him, Thou art a dead man. <laughs> thou art but a dead man. But for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife, and Abimelech shall not come near her. And he said, Lord, without see also a righteous nation, said she is my sister, and she and Sarah, and their brother, the integrity of my heart, and the innocence of the heart, have done this. And uh, God said unto him in the gym, Yeah, I know that thou didst this with the integrity of her, also heard thee from sinning against thee, that I suffered thee not to touch her, and thou shall restore thee his wife, for he is a prophet and his wife. So Abimelech has already taken Abraham's wife. <laughs> the Lord had to come down to say, Who return the wife to? It's not, it's not your own wife. <laughs> so you shall return. Then Fabian rose up in the morning and called on the servant and told them this thing that is here. And the men were so afraid. And we called him and said, Who has thou done this to us? What has thou offended? And thou brought upon the kingdom of this year. And we said, Thou sweat this, this, and surely. And I said, And everyone said, Because I sought this, surely the fear of the Lord, surely the fear of God is not in this place. And thou will slay me for my wife's sake and all of those things. And don't forget, um, Abimelech was an Ethan, he wasn't a, was a Christian. And interestingly, in this dream, the author recorded that God spoke to him and he was not a believer. Are you seeing it? So that's why a lot of people will have encounters in their dream and they say, God, you just saw something and then everybody dreams. Look at Jacob, Genesis 28, verse 12. So we're taking it from the Old Testament and working it down. Genesis 28, verse 12. He says, and he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up to heaven, and thought he reached the heavens, and behold, the angels of God ascending and descending. Look at in another Genesis 31, verse 11. Another dream. It seems like Abraham, it's like Jacob had dreaming. Genesis 31, verse 11. He says, and the angel of the Lord speak unto me in a dream, saying, Jacob, and I said, here yeah, I am. And he said, lift up thy eyes, and you see the ramps, and lift, and the Tattoos and the riches and lavages and God of Bethel and, and the God of Bethel, where thou hast anointed the pillar and thou vows, he vows upon me now. And uh, uh, get the answer to the Republic to the kindred. In Jacob's dreams, he had encounters with angels. And he says, And the God of Bethel, I ever invested, he left the right hand, made declare, and the Lord spoke to him. The Lord spoke to me in the dream. So this implies that there are instances. There are examples in the scripture where men had encounters with angels in the vision. A, a trance or a dream, and the angel appeared to have ministered on behalf of God using I am the Lord God. These are phrases we will study when we start doing some concise 
studies of the Old Testament much more. When that said, I am the Lord God. Many of those, I am the Lord God, doesn't mean it was God. Some some of those things is the Elohim. It means angels. And you get what I'm saying? So, and so the need to study patiently within context, because uh, in Job's case, the ministration was very a third party, an angel. All right, let's look at Laban. Genesis 31, verse 29. Genesis 31, 29. He says, uh, he says, it is, he says it, is, it is in the power of my hand to do you hurt, but the God of your father speak unto me yesterday night, saying, Take thou, thou heed that thou speakest not to Jacob, either good or bad. He now says, uh, uh, this Speak unto me yesterday night. Is it, so look at that word where it says, Speak unto me yesterday night. Say, but the God of your father speak unto me yesterday night. And how did that happen? In a dream, obviously. Let's look at that uh, butler and baker, baker in Joseph's story. That's the one that everybody used to run to every time. See, remember the Britain and the butler. The, the butler and the baker. Genesis 40, let's go there. Genesis 40 verse 1. You, you, the one thing is, God's word will always give us what? Clarity. Genesis 40 verse 1. It came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and the baker offended their lord in the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was wrought against two of his officers and against the chief of the butler and against the chief bakers. And now says, and he put them in the ward of the house of the captain and into the prison and a place where Joseph was bound. As the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them and he served them and they continued in the world. Look at it, verse 5. And they dreamed a dream, both of them. <laughs> Each man in his dream in one night. Each man, according to the interpretation of his dream, the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt were bound to the prison. And Joseph came in and took them in the morning and looked upon them and behold, they were sad. And he asked Pharaoh's officer that were with him in his word, and the Lord are saying, Wherefore, look ye, why you look ye so sadly? And they said unto him, They have dreamed a dream, and there is no interpretation. And Jesus said unto me, Do not interpretation belong to God. Tell me, I pray thee. And the sheep broker told his dream to Joseph and said unto him, In my dream, behold, there was a vine, and in the vine, and the costas, and everything. And it, Joseph helped them and did all of those. Uh, so, this is, I think this is the only. Um, experience of uh, somebody telling his dream or something, and there was an interview. And that's obviously because Joseph was, uh, I thought he was supernatural, like Joseph was born of the Spirit also. Look at Pharaoh, Genesis 41. Genesis 41. So men had dream, right? You see that Pharaoh's instance also was like the sheep, um, she was like the sheep baker and the sheep buckler, so they were heathen, ungodly guys. Genesis 41, verse 1. says, And it came to pass at the end of the two years that Pharaoh dreamed and viewed his stood into the river. So if you read down from Genesis 41 down to 15, it says, Pharaoh said, Look at the verse 15. It says, And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there is not that I interpret it. And I have heard the saying that thou canst understand dream to interpret it. And Joseph answered the Pharaoh, saying, It is not me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of it. But you look at, look at the context of how this Joseph is saying his own. He's saying the context of his God that does the interpretation. Are you seeing? He's not trying to take the credit that I'm doing it. 
He's saying, see, guy, he's God. But you know other magicians they tell me. <laughs> the other magician in that is tell me. Those magicians do some rats. Tell me I will do it for you. <laughs> this is God. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's Alright, look at Gideon. Genesis. Uh, no, not Genesis. Uh, Judges. Look at Judges 7 verse 9. Let's look at Gideon's story. Judges 7 verse 9. Mm. Are you learning something? Yeah, no response. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Are you learning something? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is, it, is it my fault? What if I'm not learning? Just this moment is dying. It's like it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto me, Arise, get the house of the host and have delivered that I did that shall fail to go down to the poor. Either shall go down to Pura the servant and to thy host, and thou shalt hear what they say, and afterward I shall come down and when the day. Look at the verse 15. And he came, and so Gideon had the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof, and he worship and returned to the host of Israel. Says, Arise, the Lord has delivered you to their hands, and uh Look at it, verse, let's start from verse 13 this way. It says, and, be, and when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told him, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I've dreamed a dream. And lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled in the host of Midian and came into the tent and smote it and I fell over and fell and overhung it and the tent lay alone. And the fellow answered and said, This is nothing, save that the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, for the hands of, for the hand, into his hand, at God delivered the media and all the truth. And it was so when Gideon had the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof, and the worship and returned into the words of those and all of those things. Um, so the, this was a dream between the Ethan and another Ethan also. If you observe of verse 13, Gideon consented to the interpretation given to him. It's like saying, the dream that those guys dream, Gideon was able to like, ah, I can confirm this. It's like I confirm what you are saying. So that shows that all believers can dream. Everybody is dreaming. Are you getting what I say? Atheist is dreaming. Buddhist is dreaming. Orumila is dreaming. Ifa is dreaming. Everybody is dreaming. Look at Solomon. First Kings three five. First Kings three five. Who is there? In Gibeon. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream. Ah, is that where I'm going? Okay. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou showed unto thy servant David a great message according to thou as walk in the truth and righteousness and uprightness and in the heart. And thou hast kept thee in the great kindness and thou hast given thee the son. So, wait, look at something, guys. Are you observing? When we start studying much of the supernatural work on this, I will I probably will reteach you these dreams and something. Or probably I'll do another series. I mean, it's not even probably, I'm definitely going to do another series. But do you do you notice that right from Genesis, dream is like a way of God talking to people. 
Are you noticing it? Dream is a way of them seeing something. Okay. This thou shall show unto this and so look at verse seven. And O Lord, thou hast made thy servant king David, I am the little child, I know not how to go in thy servant the mistress. Read it on your own. See? <laughs> Read the verse. Let's see verse 15. And Solomon are weak, and behold, it is a dream. <laughs> yeah, who can say, wow, you see, it was a dream. And here the Jews has to everybody have another piece of his abilities to yourself. So Solomon ate. So Solomon saw, ate, spoke, and the entire interaction were in a dream that is in an unconscious state. Look at Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel 2, verse 1. We were there in, in the last session. Daniel 2, verse 1 to 23. But let me show you something I did not show you in that one. Daniel 2, go to that Daniel 2. Daniel 2. Look at 23. Oh, mm. Daniel 2. Look at the verse 23 of that Daniel 2. It says that. I'm looking for. Daniel 2 16. And Daniel went in at desire of the king, and um, that he would give him time, that he would show the king the interpretation. So Daniel was still the dark person. And look at the verse 20. It says that Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of the Lord forevermore, and his wisdom and his might and ease. So Daniel was able to help the king of Nebuchadnezzar out. Because Nebuchadnezzar had a dream and he dreamed and he troubled to really know the dream. He forgot his dream and <laughs> he really needed to know the dream. <laughs> go back to that. Let's go back to Genesis 37. Where Joseph dreamt a dream that his brothers would be buying down for him and he caused problems for his life and ministry. <laughs> he caused good problems. Because they sent him up. <laughs> Genesis 37, verse 3. Now Israel loved Jacob. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all the other children because he was a son of his Ujid and he made him a coat of many colors. And his brethren saw that the father loved him more than all the boys and they hated him. So, so they saw what they already hated before. You now went to dream. <laughs> you know, he got, you know, Joseph got wise out with time. You know, this time he was not wise, he was talking about his dream. And he ah, I see you buying down for me. Someone that is good enough to burn him, he will bow down for me. He will say his father will bow down for him. You know, as he grew older, when they even came to Israel, when they even came to Egypt, he did not disclose his identity or time. Or like when he was younger, when he, he just dreamed that I wake up and I just see you bowing down for me. <laughs> I 
I'm laughing. I'm sleeping. Who are you? <laughs> Somebody already hate me for. See, they hated him, and they could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph, you know, they just set him on. Joseph now went to dream a dream. He had dream a dream, and he told his brethren, and they hated him yet more. The problem increased for him, and he said, "Here, yeah, I pray you, this dream that I have dreamed, I build. You are binding in the sheets of the land. Lo, my sheep arose and stood upright. I build your sheets." Your sheep stood and made obedience to my own sheep. Ah, what's this one say? And his brother said unto Ah, shall thou indeed reign over us? Or shall thou indeed have dominion? They use the word dominion. These are things we will study much later. They have dominion over us. And they hated him yet more and more for his dream and his words. And he dreamed yet another dream. He did not stop. <laughs> Just said the dreamer, that's why they call him the dreamer. He dreamed yet another day and he told his brethren. Ah, he, 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 just, he did not, and, and that's what some of us are like. Some of you don't know how to, you don't know how to, you don't know how to talk and keep secrets. That's why some, that's why some God can never tell you, that's why some of you can never, that's why God cannot talk to some of you carefully. Because he knows that if he talks to you, you go and disclose it. And he will cause problem for his plan. Even the Bible says in First Corinthians 2 verse 8, it says, and they know <laughs> in the place of this world has known, they will not have crucified the Lord of glory. So there's a discretion in things. Joseph dream and Lord dream and went to tell his brother again and say, Ah, I saw the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars made obedience to me. Ah. And he told his father and his bro- and his brother, and the father even rebuked him. Stop that! I cast you and bind you. What is it? You the last born. You want to come and take all our glory. What is this that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and mother and their very day? He did come and bow themselves to the other end, and the brethren envied him. And, the, and that's how the devil works. That's why even Jesus says, upon the mother, they say, Tell no man this vision you see. <laughs> don't come and face. Don't let my, don't let my death be gone faster. Me, I was there thirty-three years. Don't let me die at thirty-one. <laughs> I said, tell this vision to no man till I am easy for the day. <laughs> you know, the, the guy should not be wondering, what is this man saying? Say, tell no man. <laughs> you know, ah, they could have, they could have tried it. There's certain things you don't see. There's a discretion to dreams. This is they hated him more. The father loved him more. But all the brothers already created his life for him. So there are issues. So, so their first issue was incomparable love that the father had to for him. So when he now told them the dream, he now hated him more. He now redreamed, he redreamed another dream. Like if it is not clear to you, let me make it clear. <laughs> yeah, he said the, before it was shifts they saw. This way he said, I saw the sun, the moon, and the star. And the left. These are supernatural things. Don't forget. We studied. You know, your question of uh, what is the sun, moon? Say, now nah, you see the sun bind down. This is not it laid down. This is not the sun, the moon, and the star. And the 11 brother bind down. <laughs> so if it's not, in my first dream, it's not clear. My second <laughs> You know the guy, <laughs> when the guy went through problem, he learned to keep his mouth shut. He let him by experience that, wow, let me just be on Sabbath face. When they came to him in Egypt, he did not disclose his identity till they ate dinner. He said, do you know I'm the one? He said, I'll call your brothers. No, he did not talk. But before, oh, as he's, as he's waking up like this, brethren, 
I dream the dream. <laughs> I just dream the dream. <laughs> Many obedience in the Hebrew word used to think is like saying it was also used by the author to thank another when it says made obedience, that is being grateful, grateful for the giver. He says ah, the brothers were not like ah, you have a dominion over us. So the interpretation was Joseph reigning and having dominion over them. And they responded and said, and they responded, and see, he now look at another one. He, he dreamed again in verse 9, he dreamed again so that it will be clearer. <laughs> so the father's interpretation was also similar to, to his what his brother said on. And so that definitely, so this definitely was his last dream because after was his brother sold him to save. <laughs> he could not he did not, he did not wait to see him dream another one. <laughs> before you dream, before you dream that we say before you dream, you sell us. Let's say you fast. <laughs> it definitely was his last dream. <laughs> so, he just, you know, they sold him immediately. When you got me dreaming, your dream on the feet. <laughs> Let's see how the dream will come to pass when you are sold. But God's plan always come to pass. You know? And Judah said unto his brother, look at the verse 26. Look at verse 26, how they sold him. And Judah said unto his brother, What profit is he if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for it's our brother and our flesh, and his brother were, were content. And they passed by Midianite, and dream, and Joseph into the pieces of the air for 20 pieces of zero. Judas. Are you seeing the collection of the same amount? The business is not pieces of silver. The same things. Whatever is the pieces, they shall have seven pieces of silver. And they brought him the same selling. <laughs> they still see. Are you seeing the interconnection? But do you notice that? Are you seeing the interconnection with this story? They sold him, but he led to glory. Jesus. Uh, there's always that interconnection with uh, the scriptures. Uh, like, wow. <laughs> So the next time Joseph was mentioned in relation to dream, he was no more dreaming. He was not interpreting dreams because now he has full mastery. <laughs> he has a, so the next time you will now see Joseph interpreting dream uh, with dreams, he wasn't dreaming again. His people that were not dreaming, he was like, hmm, I know what the Lord is saying because <laughs> he has experience. <laughs> So he interpreted it for the sheep butter, the sheep baker of Pharaoh, and the inmates in prison. He also interpreted Pharaoh's dream. So it was evident that both Joseph's father, his brothers, and Joseph misinterpreted his dreams. And it will imply a misconstruing of his dreams. So and this will seem to be that they, were, they took the dream very literal. And um, the dreams were taken on and not worthy that the fact that Joseph's tribe after reuniting his brothers and their settlement, as a matter of fact, and note, notice something that Joseph's tribe, after reuniting with his brothers and the settlement in Egypt, was not prominent in Israel. And as a matter of fact, the Messiah came from the tribe of Judah, that same lineage. 
to look 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 at that the writer of Hebrews says. Wait, go to Hebrews seven verse. Look at Hebrews seven verse fourteen. Because Joseph's tribe, after reuniting with his brothers and the settlement in Egypt, was not probably as well. so. And the Madara came to that, uh, to that one. Hebrews seven verse fourteen. It says that for it is evident that our Lord Jesus, that our Lord sprang out of Judah, which is the tribe Moses speak concerning the priesthood. So Joseph was after reuniting with his brother, efforts to see the very essence of dreams he had, such that uh, go go to Genesis forty-five. Look at Genesis forty-five. Go to Genesis forty-five. So you see that that's reigning over them and that dominion over them wasn't for them. Wasn't Joseph? Let me show you some. Look at Genesis 45, verse 4 to 7. You always see that interplay with scriptures. Joseph, they sold him. Jesus, they sold him, right? So you see that place, the same tribe, all of those. Look at Genesis 45, verse 4. It says, Then Joseph said unto his brethren, Come here, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold in Egypt. And therefore be not grieved nor angry with yourself that ye sold me to For God did send me before you to preserve your life. And in answer for these two years, as farming been in the land, and yet five years, and they shall never be hearing or harvest. In answer, look at what in answer is in verse 7. It says, But God sent me before you to preserve you in prosperity in the earth. He now used the word save to save your life by what? A great deliverance. That's what Jesus did for us. So Joseph's dream was not about him reigning and having dominion over the entire family. Rather, it was a preservation because God's plan is always about lives, nation. It was about the preservation and a deliverance for the nation of Israel from famine that ravaged the entire world. Look at in Genesis 49 verse 28. Genesis 49 28. Genesis 49 verse 28. It says that all these are the 12 tribes of Israel and it is that their father speak of them and bless them, every one of them according as he has bless them. So, Israel, Jacob's children, were the 12 tribes of Israel. hope you know that. Uh, so, when it says made obedience in those Genesis 37 verse 6 and 9, it means to thank one another. It says you are being graceful for the giver. It says they were thankful to God for the preservation of the famine. So, you see that it wasn't necessarily that literal something that, okay, all of those things. So, but look at something. Notice how the writer also described it. Israel, in that Genesis 37 verse 3, Israel loved Jacob more than all the children. When you start seeing that word love, for God so loved you, don't go this one. Are you seeing it? You start seeing this interplay because he was of his old age and all of those things. So the role of Joseph also played in, um, and initiated by the father of his brothers and, uh, Played out in his dreams, and his dreams were a reflection of his father's desire, actually. So his father's love played out in his dreams that Joseph had, and his dreams were, were just much of um, a reflection of um, his father's desires. Because if you also recall that, Abraham was the first in the genealogy that had that same dream. What did Abraham dream? Abraham dreamt in Genesis 15 verse 12 that 
uh, there will be a great substance that will come out from the land. And if you are paying attention to what Abraham dreamt about, it's, or what Abraham saw, it may not be necessary for anyone to have to have a dream. But Joseph later spoke about his death. Look at look at him. Look at Hebrews 11 verse 22. Look at how Joseph spoke about his death. Hebrews 11 verse 22. I just want us to know something. We are still looking at dreams too, but these this details are very key. By faith, Joseph, when he died, he made mention of departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. We're going to study these bones things later. He gave commandment concerning his bones. This was the only time in his entire life that he, he said and made the difference to the epistles. No other writer mentioned his name or referenced it, not even Jesus. This is the only time the epistles mentioned Joseph. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it wasn't that. Uh, Joseph just. So no doubt, did Joseph acted, um, what's that word, Pre, presumptuously or something like that, by telling his brother about his dreams. And so, you know, if Joseph had given it time, they would not really have sold him. <laughs> but he was, he was too happy to. Uh, so, uh, so he, by telling his brothers and his brother acted in error also by eating him and planned to kill him and pressure he used to sell him. But he got better so Joseph got better via experiences and he became mature and precise in his spiritual things. That's why when he met when his brothers when the when that really not happened, he told his brothers, see, no, you, what you did was actually for your deliverance. He has matured in the things of the spirit. And let me tell you something. This goes in, in relation to ministry and experiences. Some of the mistakes you think you have made, they are actually somebody's testimony tomorrow. Are you getting what I'm saying? They are a way to also, um, that you just look back and you say, oh, I'm glad, I'm glad I even made that mistake. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what happened with Joseph. He grew up of it and said, oh, there's no point arguing over my brothers and everything. It's for the deliverance of the entire nation. You know, we'll all, we'll have all be hungry today if if only if not that I'm on the throne. You see, so he grew better with his experience. He grew mature. That's why his own interpretation he was able to interpret for people. So he did not just wake up one morning and just started interpretation. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> he has had he has experience. He has been through it. So all these examples above, you see, Abimelech, Laban, Nebuchadnezzar. You see that. Evil things that is Gentiles, um, men who don't even believe the gospel, those who do not have faith in the promise. You know, someone like Abraham, Jacob, Isaac, uh, Joseph, they had faith in the promise. Solomon, they had dreams. And so that shows that those ones are different. Abraham, Isaac, Joseph, uh, uh, Solomon, those ones, they had faith in the promise, right? Those ones we can see call those ones at least Old Testament believers in quotes, right? But all these uh, uh, Abimelech, Laman, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, Chief Butler, Pharaoh, they, they, but it, so that shows to you that James is not exclusive to just believers. Are you getting what I'm saying? James is everybody. So the scriptures have made it very clear for us. So if you observe in those three instances that there was, if you observe and observe carefully in those three instances above, where there was interpretation of dreams, 
notice something. It was sinners that took their dreams to others to interpret. Believers did not take it. Joseph did not go and tell you, you know, interpret this one for me. Abraham did not say interpret this one for me. He was an unbeliever that was asking for interpretation. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing the difference? He was an unbeliever. Pharaoh was asking for interpretation. She bought like she baked like asking for interpretation. Nebuchadnezzar. But Abraham did not ask for interpretation. Jacob did not ask for interpretation. Joseph did not ask. Are you seeing it? So a believer has clarity of thought. Joseph, Abraham and Jacob that have multiple dreams, they did not do it. Even, even um, Joseph that dreamt the many dreams, he did not do it. He did not go ask, what meanest thou? He just told them, see, this is what I see you. He was even the brothers that was saying, so you mean? He did not interpret it for them. Pharaoh took his dream firstly to the magicians and the wise men. Then Joseph, then to Joseph. That's when, when, when they could not interpret his dreams. Pharaoh's chief butler and big baker took their dreams to, to, to Joseph to interpret. The Nicodemusa first took his own to the magician, the astrologers, the sorcerers, the chargers, and before Daniel could not interpret it. Well, he killed those ones, didn't he? <laughs> In Gideon's cases, the heathen interpreted another heathen dream. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? No one. In the text we have read, referred to Joseph and Daniel as prophets because they interpreted people's dreams. Wow, you are not a prophet of dreams. Or Shiv interpreter. When you read the letters of the apostles, there is no ministry gift called interpreter of dreams or chief explainer of dreams.
you see first corinthians 12 verse 27 now you are bodies of christ you will not see anywhere where you see even in romans 12 verse 32 um eight where he, where, he, where he was explaining the, uh, he gave every man every grace and all of those things you will find ways give a place for dreams say you are the chief interpreter of dreams you are the apostles of dreams so every man was dreaming unbeliever is dream christians are dream and there is nobody called the interpreter of dreams so anybody that is taking upon himself to say he's an interpreter of dreams is devilish are you hearing what I'm saying? Jesus gave no instruction in that regard. The primary role of the prophet is not also to interpret dream. Prophet is not, hmm, I can prophesy and interpret your dream. No. Prophet, the prophet's role is also the same with other ministry gifts. To equip, to mature, to train the believer for the work of ministry. Because it is cleared out in Ephesians 4 verse 12 for the perfecting of the saints. For the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So, how will they achieve this? Not by dream, by the gospel, the doctrine and learning of Christ. So, it is lack of understanding that has led people into bondage. You see a lot of people in bondage. Several false interpretations of dream. They tell you, if you see two, number two in your dream, it means. Hmm, they are about to receive double. How? Some, have, some preachers have become astrological signs. They become sign readers. Signs and season readers. Once you see moon, as the moon is about to appear, it shows the appearance of the coming of Christ. Ah! <laughs> when you see rain in your dream, it means showers of blessing. <laughs> When you pee in your drink, oh, it means you have spirit, spirit flattery. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> spirit husband. Spirit wife. Those things do exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Just go and watch, change the diet. You change your, change your uh, movie diet. It exist. Has led so many people into we must be careful so that we are not caught in that way. So, a key fact to note from what this example is every dream was about the dreamer. Do you notice? How many of you have noticed it? Every dream that we read in the scripture was about the dreamer. So, when people are dreaming for you, <laughs> every dream was about, that is the dreamers always dreamed about something that concerned them. Say, I see you in your dream. Notice that that I see you in your dream is always one bad thing. They are not about to say one good thing. Look, I, I just saw you. Fire was on your head. You see, ah, COVID was on fire. Just tell me, ah, fire was on your head. COVID was on fire has come. Be your pentacles. Ah, I just saw you were burning in fire. Ah, fire of the Holy Ghost. And we burn the world. <laughs> There's a fire inside me. Yeah. <laughs> they had dreams of themselves. Sometimes they had interactions with others. However, they were involved. Abraham's dream was about his seed. Jacob was about himself. Joseph was about himself and his family and the whole world. Both the butler and the baker had dreams about themselves individually. 
Pharaoh's dream was about his kingdom. Solomon was about himself. Nebuchadnezzar was also about himself. Your own friend is about you. <laughs> Why? Why? They have never seen themselves, their own space in the dream before. I pity you. The way you are driving. And many of them, is their fear for you that is translated to your dream. They are just scared of the way you are driving. You drove them one day. You just swear, 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 swear. Ah! You just say, hmm. I pity you, I pity you. Then they now slept. They now saw you swearing, swearing, swearing again. They now understand. They now go and say, ah! I see you have a because it's a lie. You are scared of the swearing. Of it's the swearing you are swearing. Some people, it's because you told them something. So you go, all they watch your WhatsApp status and they saw that you are dancing. Inside parties, they are empire. You've lost it. No. 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 <laughs> so there was no special ministry referred to as the dreamers who are to dream about other people. Don't listen to me, supernatural church. Don't receive it. From the example taught by to say to say that the interactions of men are the things that happen in the dream. The interactions of men are the things that happen in the dream. They saw, they ate those things that were about them in the dream. So it means that the interactions of men are the things that happen in a dream. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you're having a conversation with somebody, and you gotta continue your conversation, conversation in the dream. With you. <laughs> I mean, after that, that thing, you're talking so you gotta finish the conversation in the dream. You know, say you dreamt about the person is a lie. You just is your interaction that is continuing. Your mind is still active. Science will explain it for you. Your mind is just still active. You see someone break your heart. You not see the person trying to chase you with peace to it's because you are angry with the person. Or you are chasing the person with peace to you are angry with the person. <laughs> I just see somebody myself with peace to That's how somebody told me. Ah! If I listen to this, I don't get it. <laughs> he said, he said, he saw he just saw a girl, he's kissing the girl in the dream. I said, Oh, it's because you love the girl. He said, but Pastor, what does he mean? I said, oh. At first, I said, hmm, he might mean several things. <laughs> when he now shot breakfast, I said, I just don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I said, I don't know what to tell you. I said, it doesn't mean anything. He said, I said, it's because you are just in love. <laughs> I said, I just know. He said, but why did you not tell me that? I said, you will not understand. You your mind is like the God of this world have blinded you. I said, lest you believe what I want to say. But some people just say, I know we share. I pity you. The dream I dreamt about you yesterday. I it was about them. Things that concerned them. Let's look at further examples of dreams. Let's see, so that you, you trace the pattern. Look at Je- Matthew 1 20. Don't forget we are still looking at leading of the spirit, though. 
<laughs> Why are you even looking like you are depressed? <laughs> like someone that wants to dream a dream. All of you are looking like someone that wants to dream a dream. Ah, it's not making me feel like I'm not a supernatural community church. Ah, we are men of the word and the spirit now. Ah. We are men of the night also. We are not Utikos. I you are dreaming dreams. Some of you, you have dreamed dreams physically like this. Some of you just looking at me, you have. I don't speak. Your eyes is just like, hey, I've seen this. They just they say, dream it, dream it, and you always dream it, dream it. It's the money. It's the money. Ah, ah. Some of you, my, my face is black. I'm suddenly yellow in your face. Ah. Matthew 1 verse 20. And while he taught these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take thee, marry thy wife. For that is conceived in her. That is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. So Mary opened up about the fact that she was pregnant, right? And this initiated Joseph to be thinking about this issue like, ah, ah. <laughs> and he was believed that, historically speaking, that Mary was about 14 years, very young. So imagine, ah, how do you, are you cheating on me? <laughs> you know this kind of experience can never happen again. So nobody can lie and say, <laughs> why are you pregnant? The only good. <laughs> <laughs> so Joseph was just quietly thinking, ah, keep what happened, what happened? So prior to the dream, he has told himself, oh, I'm going to break up. <laughs> but my break up is going to be very quiet. I won't, I won't loud it. So as he was thinking that thing, he just slept. And he dreamed the dream. And the only danger is it. It's the only ghost though. Look at break up. It's the only ghost. You know it's because it is written. That's why he look concerned. He say, fear not. Man may not be at the angel say, it's the only ghost though. Don't break up. So he now told him that I shall bring forth a son and his name shall be called Jesus and he shall save his people from their sins. And uh, this was done that it might be fulfilled. Working <clears throat> of the Lord, prophesying, Behold, the virgin shall be give a virgin shall be with the son, shall be with the child, and shall bring forth the son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, in which is interpreted God with us. So, and the angel was speaking from the scriptures, Isaiah 7, verse 14, where it says, Therefore, Lord, I give a sign, Behold, the virgin shall give a sign, bear his son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. Isaiah 7, verse 14. So Joseph, being a Jew, knew the content of what the angel was saying. Because he was a Jew. A Jew is astute with the scriptures. So in that Matthew, you look at it in, verse, in Matthew 1 verse 24. Look at it. And Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and he took up unto him his wife. He was like, okay, come give me a hug. I'm not. <laughs> I was planning in my heart before to <laughs> end the 
this thing, but now I know it's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> This means that he woke up and he knew that <clears throat> God spoke to him via an angel and he changed his mind from putting her away. <clears throat> now, some that Joseph was part of the interaction in that dream also. You see it. And he knew and, and what he knew came to fall. So the dream was about him and his wife to be. See? Know that one mother in your village to all rumor in your village is seeing something for you. Mm. It just cause the person. What is shut up? Don't see anything. Devil. Much later again, after the death of the you just see a random person on your WhatsApp contact. I dreamt about you. As for who you are. <laughs> Much later, the death of look at look at Matthew 2 verse 13. Are you learning something? Yes, sir. Ah. <laughs> I'm trying to learn it. <laughs> I'm struggling to learn. For me, I just said, she be the girl sometimes. You do not upload this one. <laughs> so you will like listening. <laughs> what you two may say, see? I will the pattern be you. The angel of the Lord appears on Jesus in the Jews, see. Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt. And thou shalt be there until I bring thee the word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. And when he arose, the young child, he took the young child and the mother by night and departed from Egypt until the death of Herod. So again, the angel appeared unto him and gave him an instruction. And he flew, he flew with. Jesus and Mary to Egypt because Herod was trying to kill all the males and the major person in Herod was trying to kill Jesus. And this was a knowledge, word of knowledge and a word of wisdom. Are you seeing it? He knew something, the present situation and what to do. So you see in verse 20, it says, Arise, take your child and his mother and go to the land of Israel for they are dead. Word of knowledge, word of, uh, knowledge for they are dead. That seek your young woman's life. So after the death of Aaron, the angel appeared unto him again, instructing him. Look at supernatural signs. Say, go now, come back. Via a vision. Ah! Instructing him to take his life. So this was also a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom. Received in a dream. So on three occasions, Joseph received direction. In a dream. Obviously, from his experience, all his dreams were about him, right? And there was clarity. And there was directions and instruction given in the dreams. Are you seeing it? It's not as if one uncle from somewhere. <laughs> or one, one the oldest woman in your village says, dream it, dream it for you. You tell the dream the dream for yourself. <laughs> Look at the wise men. Um, Matthew 2, 11. It says, and Jack came into the house. They saw the young child and with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And they had opened their treasures and presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and mine. And they won and being one of God in a dream, that they should not return to Herod and departed into their country another way. He said, being one, that word one means to admonish. So to say something expressly. So the wise man received instructions and guidance in a dream. 
So are you saying that we can also be led also in dreams and visions, but there's clarity. Are you seeing it? Yes, sir. Look at Pilate's wife, Matthew 27, verse 19. Matthew 27, verse 19. Now, oh, look at the New Testament now. Um, Matthew 27, verse 19. Mm-hmm. Are you learning something? Yes, Alright. It says, when he has sat down on the judgment seat, his wife said unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man, for I have suffered many things this day, in a dream because of him. <laughs> I have suffered many things that this I've experienced. That means she saw the dream that Jesus did no wrong. The context of the story will help you see what transpired between Pilate and his wife. Look at verse 13. Since Pilate said unto him, Hearest thou many things that they say against thee? And he answered and answered him never a word, in so much that the governor marveled greatly and the feast. Of the governor as he wounds and the people prisoner that he wounds and that he would and all of those things and you see in also in verse 18 it says for he knew that for every they had delivered him and uh marveled greatly in verse 14 so Pilate knew that jesus was delivered unto to be crucified and um hence they wondered why the jews wanted him to be crucified marveled greatly and they didn't see any reason for Jesus to be killed, but the wife said, I've seen the dream, I've experienced many things in the dream, that this guy did not do anything wrong. Are you seeing it? <clears throat> so, in, so Pilate's wife saw that, he did not see an evil, so it, when it says, this day, in that verse 19, when it says, uh, suffer many things this day in a dream, that's the meant this day implies why you did not see an evil dream or have an, a nightmare that ah no it's a confirmation of what Pilate was that that statement was also a confirmation of what Pilate was saying that saying see this guy this the fact see this guy did not do anything wrong was just confirming it so the fix of it is that these dreams look right but she did not say God told her that Jesus was a just man are you seeing it. So without having a dream, just by observation, Pilate knew they wanted Jesus, they wanted to kill Jesus because of envy and all of those things. So the dream she had seen has resulted from her interaction with her husband. So those interactions came in on the soil. So not all dreams are about God. The fact that the dream makes one feel good or sound good to the ear doesn't mean it came from God. Neither does it mean it is from the devil. Not that it's just your wish. Playing in your dream. Imagine you have watched so many and your boss videos, so many motivational videos of how you make it in life, or you've been thinking, thinking of, ah, I should just have one billion dollars I need. When you now see a dream and you see yourself inside a car or mansion, you say, mm, I need it. that God wanted, God don't want me to suffer in this life. Yeah. They play. <laughs> it will shock you. You wake up to reality that you see that the credit card amount you are still in is money. It's the call is the call of the Chase Bank that will that will wake you up. <laughs> so not all dreams are from God. So the what was happening is that what happened in this scenario is that what pilot her husband told her, she just saw the 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 foreplay in the dream. Ah, this guy not doing anything wrong, you know. So, Look at what Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 23, verse 27, as I begin to close. 
as I begin to begin to close. We are men of the what? Our men of the night, our men of the what? Holy Ghost. Which thing to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor as their fathers, forgotten my name for bow. In verse 32, he now says, Behold, I am against. Look at what he says in verse 32. I am against them that prophesy what? False dreams. Are you looking at your Bible? Everybody's be on your feet. Be on your feet, everybody. Right? Fast, fast, fast. I am against what? False dreams. False dreams. False Don't waste my time. I am against what? Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams. See the Lord. Who is that? I prophesy false dreams. See the Lord. And, and do tell them. He says, I do tell them. And cause my people to hear by lies. I'm waiting for you to be fast. I am against them that prophesy false dreams and saith the Lord to tell them and cause my people and cause my people to hear by their lies and their likeness. Yet I send them not, nor commanded them. Therefore they shall not profit these people, saith the Lord. So he says, these are the dreams that we have lies. Look at what he said. He said that I am against them that prophesy. Look at verse, let's start from verse 28. He says, the prophet that had a dream, let him tell a dream. And he, see, look at this statement very well. This thing is key in our study. He says, the prophet that had a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that had my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the shaft to the weave, see the Lord? Is my word like fire, see the Lord? It's like, it's like a hammer break it into the rock and pieces and all of those things. Then look at what he says in verse 32. It says, I'm against them that prophesy false dreams, see the Lord, and do tell them, and cause my people to hear by their lies, and by their likeness. Yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore they shall not profit these people. At all, see it, the Lord. So now, these are the dreams that we have lies, false dreams. So there are dreams that we have lies, and they are false dreams. And the aim of those dreams is to deceive and cause many to be in error. The aim of those dreams is to deceive and cause many to be in error. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. It's like it's like those things that used to happen in, in, in secondary school. You come and you just see that the whole class. You just hear everybody in SS two stand up, raise up hand, and close your eyes. 
Hey, when you just sleep, the first person will never bother coming back to class. <laughs> this is real. That's how life happens. So, Amen. Amen. So the the aim of um. So the aim of these guys is to is to cause um people to hear is to cause people to uh is to cause people to make errors. That's the aim of this. So he says, look at what he says. He says, I sent them not, nor commanded them. He says, look at Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29, verse 8 to 9. Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29, verse 8 to 9. It says, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you. Neither hearken to your dreams, which ye caused to the dream. He says, For they shall prophesy falsely in my name. He says, I have not sent them, saith the Lord. So there are dreams that do not come from God, yet they can be very, very spectacular in nature. Very, very spectacular. Moses also warned people in Deuteronomy 13, verse 1. Moses warned people. Moses warned people. Look at Deuteronomy 13, verse 1. Deuteronomy 13, verse 1. Moses was warning them. He says, If there be among you, let's go there. Are you there? Deuteronomy 13, verse 1. Ah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You want to ask stone to it? It says, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and give thee a sign and a wonder. Look at what Moses, look at the instruction of Moses. He says, and the sign and wonder come to pass. Wherefore he spake unto the saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. He said, Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet, nor that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God proveth you to know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and ye shall walk in the Lord and keep his commandment and obey his voice, and ye shall serve unto him and cleave. And we shall serve the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. So the fact that a dream is spectacular or even come to pass does not mean that it's, it's of God. I know we have this culture in our world that, ah, the man of God said it, then it will come to pass. If the dream does not conform to God's word or is not in tandem with God's word, it's not a, it's not a good dream. Look at Ecclesiastes 5 and 7. Ecclesiastes 5 verse 7. So you must always learn to be to be careful, right? To cheer cautiously. Ecclesiastes 5 verse 7. Are you there? Who is there? Who is there? Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. I'll wait for you. Ecclesiastes 5 verse 7. Exercise 5 verse 7. Let's read it together. 1, 2, ready, go. 
the multitude of dreams and many words, they are also what? Fulfilled. So in your dreams, there's a, there can be vanities in the dream, something that does not have meaning. You don't see yourself building mansion, building things. <laughs> some of you that you are, <laughs> some of you that you are, uh, you are studying cybersecurity and you are seeing yourself working on Twitter. You are wondering, ah, is, is this my calling? <laughs> it's not your calling. You watch me at that on me. That's why. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? No, this is not your calling. So, there are many vanities. Vanities refers to earthly things. You don't see yourself, ah, you like, you see, you don't see yourself, ah, I bought a car. And you see your bank account, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm expecting, I'm believing God for a miracle. I saw it in my dream, they play. <laughs> it says, in the multitude of dreams are many words and diverse vanities. Say diverse. <laughs> Vanities. Vanities, they refer to earthly things, things that are not internal. And the Solomon that said it, Solomon that dreamt, is the one that is telling us. Look at this slide 5.3. Look at verse 3. Oh, that's it, please. It says, For a dream cometh through the multitude of business, yeah, right? Yeah. And a fool yeah. <laughs> who voices known by multitude of words. It says, Dream cometh through the multitude of business. What is your business? That whole business was used by Solomon eight times in the book of Ecclesiastes and was not used by any other writer again. It was translated from the Hebrew word Inyon, that is I-N-Y-A-N, I-N-Y-A-N, and it implies to travel, to travel. Let's see where it was used. Ecclesiastes 1 verse 13. Ecclesiastes 1 13. Exodus one thirteen. I have gave, I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all the things that thou hast done under heaven, and this is so travail as God giving to thee the son of, the sons of man to exercise therewith. Is that what travail? Exodus two twenty three. Two twenty three. For it, all in the days are sorrow and is travail grief. Say travail grief. Look at 26. For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight, knowledge and joy. But to the sinner he giveth what? Travail. 310. Exercise 310. For I have seen the travail which God has given the sons of men that exercise it. Travail. Exercise for it. For it, it says, there is also vanity. Yea, there is sore travail. Exercises 5.14 But those riches perish by evil travail, and the begotten a son, and there is nothing in thy hand. Exercises 8.16 It says, when I applied my heart to know wisdom, and to see the business that is done upon the earth, so, for so also is that neither day nor night set sleep with the eyes. So essentially, that word in yon means to travel. That is something you exert energy on to put or you put your energy into. It comes out of exercise, like it's all out of tax, work, or thinking. So in other words, what Solomon was saying is that 
Solomon was implying that dreams are from the multitudes of man's actions. So when he says in that Ecclesiastes 5.3, go back there, Ecclesiastes 5 verse 3, where he says, for dream cometh through the multitude of business. What he's basically saying is that it's coming through man's action, your daily engagement. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your daily um, interactions with with man. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your daily involvement. Look at what Isaiah said. Isaiah 29 verse 8. Isaiah 29 verse 8. Are you seeing dreams now? So nobody can bobo you again, right? Nobody can deceive you again, right? Uh Isaiah 29 verse 8. And it shall be as when an hungry man dreameth, and behold, he eateth, and he awake out of his soul, and <laughs> that is, he's hungry. You know, a hungry man will only see food in his dream because he's hungry, right? And he, when he wake up, he will notice that ah, I'm I'm still hungry. Or when a thirsty man dreameth, and behold, he drinketh, and he awake, and behold, he faints, <laughs> and his soul has appetite. So shall the multitude of the nations be that fight against Zion. So basically what Isaiah is saying was what Solomon said that that is dreams come out of the multitude of many activities that you are involved in in your mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? Many activities, many multitude of activities in and out of your mind. You're thinking and part of it. What you are thinking about, what you watched. The conversations you had. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, so this means that there was a communication of activity in the mind or in the mind of the man before he went to sleep or before he slept. Hence, he goes into the sleep and engages in that activity in that dream. So sometimes you can be talking about ball and you don't see yourself playing ball. Then <laughs> like you are cooking. You, the last thing you did before you slept. How many of you have done say that? Uh, you cooked before you slept, and when you when your dream, you find yourself you are still tired, you are still tying something inside your dream. That's up to you, but let me see. I still tying something in your dream. You know, see, they are tying your life. See, I just saw myself, I was tying something. They would, you know, that tell an interpreter, they will say, ah, you are tying your destiny. <laughs> you, it's you that was using yourself to do yourself. You are cooking your own destiny. What? What? How many of you have been deceived with all those rubbish before? Let me see your hand. Ah, child, those things are terrible. Very terrible. So that shows that there was an exercise of mind and it's played in the dreams. So you notice that that was the same thing that happened in the case of Joseph. I mean, Matthew 1 verse 20. He was thinking of how. He will put his wife away, right? He was thinking about he will put Mary away. And that's why he just had a dream and the angel came to him and spoke to him. So the dream he had emanated from the multitude of the activities he thought in his mind. So that shows that, listen to me, everybody, this is where I want you to pay attention. A man has a part to play in his dreams. A man has a part to play in his dreams. Look at something. The thought of Joseph, he was planning and how he put his wife, how he put me away and everything. And that initiated an angel to come and talk to him. I'm not sure you are getting what I'm saying. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
I'm not sure. That he was thinking about something and that initiated the activities of an angel to come and talk to him. So that shows a man has a part to play in his dreams. So whether a dream is from God or just an occurrence of thoughts, the point is it will reflect one's interaction. Individuals always have an influence in their dream. That's why I tell you, see, if you want to, if you want to have supernatural encounters in your dream, use your words before you sleep. Speak a lot. Don't say, I, I plug in myself to supernatural encounters. I will see visions and revelations. Ministering spirit. Ministering spirits, ministering to me this night, even as I sleep. I'll have a sound sleep. So sometimes, see, do you notice that? Let me tell you something about man. Do you notice, do you notice something that is very, very predominant about man? It's such that you want to, or do you notice that if you tell yourself, I want to wake up at 4 a.m. to pray. You will, you will be up by 3.30. How if you know what I'm talking about? You will be up. And you did not set alarm. It's to let you know the power of a man. I told you, I said, man is like that university of God. You know the angels, you know what, you know what the angels say? He said, ah, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man? Ah, what is that's what I mean the, the writer of Hebrews? How the writer of Hebrews say, say, what is man that thou mindful of him? So individuals have an influence in their dream. You do. Whether you saw something of God, whether you saw something of the devil, whether you saw something that doesn't exist, whether you saw something that is vanity, you had a part to play in it. You had a part. Are you getting what I'm saying? You had a part to play in it. So, you, 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 individuals always have their influences to play in it. So, like I said again, a man has a part to play in his dreams. Whether a dream is from God or just a concurrence of his thoughts, the point is that it will reflect in one's interaction. And individuals who always have influences in their dream. So, though facts of guidance can come by dream, however, this is not to say God talks or leads us through every dream we have. It is instructive for the believer not to exalt his dreams. Don't exalt your dreams. Don't exalt visions and revelations. Is good, but the written word must be exalted. Are you hear what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, God, as we have examined in this service, leads us subjectively via the utterance and revelations gift, visions, dreams, but they are not the primary way. He guides us, right? He leads us, but they must be subjected to what? The written word. So, nothing changes because it's a dream. Nothing changes because it's a vision or a trance. The fact that it's so spectacular, the fact that, ah, 
is so real. I saw it. Ah, ah. Does it align with the written word? If no, throw it away. If yes, hold it. Because the written word remains what? Our standard. So if it is dream, visions, if it is dreams, that if it is chance that inspire fear, that inspire terror, that inspire timidity, it is not of God. Though. Are you hear what I'm saying? That's you right. wake up and you're just suddenly scared. He? Who's it? Who? That is not God. Throw it away. You wake up. The consciousness of your reality in Christ is not real to you because of what you saw. Discard it. Are you hear what I'm saying? It brings torment to your heart. It brings horror. It brings fear. You saw something that you don't want. You saw something that is not making you wish to sleep again. Have you had to do that? <laughs> Have you had to do that? You dreamed. And you're like, ah, I don't wish to sleep yet. <laughs> you, any dream, any vision, any chance that is fire condemnation, double-mindedness, unbelief, Doubt, worry, panic, terror. Just know it's not God. Are you hear what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Tell your neighbor, say, that can be God. That can be God. That can be God. No matter how the dreams is real. So I'll close this way by saying, Galatians 1 verse 9. No matter how the dream or the vision is real. Let's open our Bible to Galatians 1 verse 9. I'll close this way by saying this. Galatians 1 verse 9. Have we been blessed in this year? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Look at what Paul said. He says, as we have said before, we can start from verse 8. Or let's start from verse 6. I marvel that ye are so so removed from me as called you to the grace of going to another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you, which you pervert the gospel of Christ. But do we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you, that that which you have preached, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so I say now, if any man preach any other gospel, other than that which you have received, let him be accursed. But look at how he said it. He says, but though we or are what? An angel from evil preach any other thing. Let him be a cause. So if an angel comes to you and tells you you are not righteous, spit on the angel. Individual. Go. He says he puts fear in your heart. Say you are you are demonic. He says, you are not the right of God, you are not holy, you are going to a fire. You are going to die tomorrow. <laughs> so it's you that will die, it's you and your father that will die. Are <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Say, we are an angel. Preach any other gospel. All that I wish you have preached, let it be a call. So you see dreams, right? Yes, sir. And you see that dream concerns you. Yes, sir. And your family, your family. But one brother from your WhatsApp group oh, just chat you up and say, I didn't even know you before, but I just saw you in my dream. He's about to deceive you. I hear it. I hear it. Dreams always evolve you. 
Do you notice you are always seeing you? Even though you are not playing, you are the one just know. It's like say you are in three D watching yourself in the you know, I've noticed it. You are not you are not physically there, but you are watching yourself there going. I noticed that if I want to drink something, people is only inside my drink. And that's because it's my sister. Are you getting what I'm saying? People is only there. I know I, I have to sit down one day and ask myself, ah, is this guy a witch? Why is this all following me everywhere? But I noticed that he evolved you. He evolved those that are with you. Are you seeing it? Yes, <laughs> So the believer is alive in the spirit. Say, I'm alive in the spirit. I'm alive in the spirit. Not sound like it. I'm alive in the spirit. I'm alive in the spirit. I'm active in the spirit. I'm active in the spirit. So our dreams can be supernatural, right? And it can also be natural. It can also be vanity. But see, let me tell you, I learned this thing years ago that the last words, I don't know how true it is, but it has worked for me. The last words you say before you sleep matters a lot. So I made a conscious effort that before I sleep, sometimes I'll just be talking under my breath. I'm in spirit. I'm in spirit. I'm in spirit. I'm going to see which has a revelation tonight. Uh, I'm plugged in for, for chance. I'm plugged in for a supernatural encounter. I'm plugged in for a direction. I'm plugged in for a clarity. I'm plugged in to see something that is not known to me. I'm just plugging. So I just keep talking, saying God's word as I sleep off. So, 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 so that inspired me to be listening to messages a lot before I sleep. So that way I, I sleep and I'm just hearing something. That, that's one of the things that inspired me to do it. Just because I want the last things I want to hear before I enter that world to be at least a bit supernatural so that I can have encounters with other things there. So when I'm not hearing something, so many a times, I'm now hearing the messages that in my dream again. <laughs> How will that is happening? Those of you that play messages, you don't be hearing the same thing back in your dream. So it's like you are not dreaming anything. You don't wake up is empty. And you see, because there's nothing to say. You have, you have erased your mind off. So that shows a man can condition himself for what he wants to see. Joseph was thinking about her away. Take his wife away. And so you see that the spirit, the so you see that this is going to lead us into really examining this concept of the mind, the body, the soul, and the spirit of a man. Right? I think we need that concept yes, to study. So we are going to study the interplay between the differences of them. What's our will? What's the mind? What's the body? The separation between the body, the soul, and the spirit what it really means so we're going to see how far we can go as humans so we are alive in the spirit i'm alive in the spirit i'm active in the spirit so we have received the manifestation of the spirit for our common good like i said in john john 8 verse 12 again he that followeth me will not walk in darkness so I have the light of life. So therefore, I can bring edification to others via utterance gifts, right? I can bring education to others via revelation gifts, right? I can and this can serve as a means of guidance to people. But don't forget, we however subject to the inward witness. And eventually you can go and listen to the inward witness again and 
and look at all everything. But everything we do, everything we see, everything we see, right, yes, must be subject to what? Every vision, every dream, everything must be sorted and be, be cautious of the ministry of angels. When you start seeing images, all of those things, when you start seeing, just know that okay, there's some things going on. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, so, okay. as believers, we must always understand how God leads us via revelations, right? Words of wisdom. Words of knowledge, the summons of spirits, visions, revelation, trances, right? Dreams also, right? And we must not be carried away with spectaculars. We must always subject our minds to the reading of the spirit. Blessed. Yes, sir. Blessed. Yes, sir.